Welcome back to the Caps on Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Sam Meehan, Anthony Mano, and Nick Tobias. It's week 12. It's going to be our special Turkey Day episode. Uh, we have three games. Oh, wild Turkey, shut up. We got three NFL games at 1230, 430, and 820. <laughs> Just keeps going. Didn't happen. Just keep going. Oh, it happened. It happened. It happened here. <laughs> uh, we have Houston at Detroit. At 12.30, then Washington at Dallas at 4.30, then Baltimore at Pittsburgh at 8.20. Um, I guess we'll start off with some initial thoughts on the Houston-Detroit game, which is at minus three in favor of Houston. Uh, the total is set at 51.5. I guess I'll throw it to the wild turkey over there for some initial thoughts on this one. Oh, okay. All right. Why, thank you there, Tyler. Um, well, initially I looked at this game and I was going to take – Detroit, uh, barring they were getting both Kenny Galladay and uh, DeAndre Swift back. But uh, today, Tuesday, November 24th, Kenny Galladay did not practice at all. So that means he's probably not going to play. And Swift did practice, so Swift is probably going to play. So they get one of the two, but um, no Galladay just kind of decimates that passing offense and we kind of saw it last week when they played Carolina they weren't able to get anything going um zero we, points they did goose egg so yeah they couldn't get anything going offensively to say the least <laughs> so uh I think if they're missing Galladay again um I think the Texans are an easy pick here um what we got two and a half or three and a half uh it's three right now on the dot I'll I'll take the minus three here um Deshaun Watson has kind of flipped the switch this this kind of back half of you know these past couple of weeks. Um, I don't know if they're gonna if Houston's gonna be without Kenny Stills. Um, I know Randall Cobb they're probably gonna be without, but um, if they get they, they still have um, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks and Deshaun Watson, which I think is all that really matters. Uh, both don't have a defense, um, but Deshaun Watson, I'll put my money on him instead of Matt Stafford. So. Those are my initial thoughts. Houston, three, minus. It's what's the, ugly what's the, game. What's, wait, wait, what, what's the over-under in this game? 51 and a half. Mm, I say think, under. I, I think Detroit's inability to score um, definitely keeps it on the under. And, you know, Matt Stafford's also dealing with an injured thumb, and I don't know if that has quite healed fully. So Houston, minus two, or minus three. Houston minus three. Houston minus three. Yeah, I totally agree with Houston. I mean, they're coming off a big win against New England. I mean, not that there's no big win in the sense of oh, they're going to catapult them to a playoff spot, but something to build confidence off of maybe, you know, get a little mini run going into next year, and then maybe next year to compete the AFC South. But um, you said without Galladay, they're, they're lost offensively. And 51.5, definitely under there. Um, if you like trends – uh, the last three years, the under is seven and two in Thanksgiving games. So you're saying you're going to bet under all three of these games? Yes. Okay. Maybe a little round robin Sweet action. Preview. The uh, the Lions haven't won a Thanksgiving game since 2016 when they played the Minnesota Vikings and won 16 to 13. Uh, they've lost oh, two straight. straight that was only three years ago. So they lost. All three right, fine. Times. Okay. So yeah. All right. So they lost. 
they lost to the Bears last year, the Bears the year before that, and the Vikings the year before that. I don't think that changes this year. I think this Texans team coming off a big win um, against the Patriots, and obviously it's not the Patriots that we you know have have seen the past X amount of years, however timestamp you want to put on it. Um, the, it's it's still a big win in their eyes. Anytime you beat the Patriots, whether it's you know this year, last year, anytime, it it still holds some sort of water for these guys. Um, I think they're going to carry that momentum into Thursday. I think that even rings true when Detroit, like we said, scored zero points. You have four days, five days to turn around and put up more points on a on a Thursday game. Give me give me the Texans minus uh, minus three. Fairly zero, dude, zero points is bad. Zero, none. Zero Against would like a slash a, through it. Not, to a, specify that not it's a zero. great defense either in Carolina. Like they're not a bad defense, but they're mm-hmm. like middle of the road. And they get they they low key they they didn't get picked apart by PJ Walker. They but got, there were stints in that game where PJ Walker looked like he was going to do you know well enough, right? So if you take whatever PJ Walker just did to that and extrapolate it by like. 150 that's deshaun watson right yeah right sat word um (laughs) they're gonna get more out of deshaun watson um than than pj walker obviously so it i I think it's fairly easy here to 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 take the the texans yeah we're gonna get a consensus four-way pick here on houston i i just feel like this is a what have you done for me lately kind of game both teams are really bad against the spread uh houston's three and seven detroit's four and six um Houston's one and four against the spread on the road. Detroit is one and three against the spread at home. So like, there's literally no trend that you can point out kind of in those numbers um, that'll point you in one direction or the other. But Detroit's been blown out three of the last four weeks, and Houston got a decent win against New England last week. So I don't that know. Was more, I think that was way more than a decent win. I mean, I, I talked, I, I took um, New England last week as an easy money because I thought that they were just going to run the ball down. Um, Houston's throat and that's that plays into what the uh the Patriots wanted to do and clearly they weren't able to do it and then when they put the ball in Cam Newton's hands he wasn't able to keep up with Deshaun Watson so I think the whole keeping up game is going to play a huge factor in here um and I think Deshaun Watson plays significantly better uh and it is more of a uh an igniter than Matt Stafford is especially with a hurt thumb yeah totally agreed all right. Uh, Will Matt Patricia get fired this week? No. Pause. Huh? Will Matt Patricia get fired this week if he loses on Thanksgiving? No. Probably not. No. Um, not yet. He keeps I his think, job till Christmas. I think he'll get fired um, at about four oh eight p.m. on January third, which is, I believe, the Sunday of Week Seventeen. Bookmark it. I'm, ass- <laughs> I'm assuming they will play the one o'clock window. <laughs> how? How did? And you then they will lose the game. Out? How did you just pull that out? It's big brain time. <laughs> it is big brain time. <laughs> All right, let's move on That's to impressive. the let's move on to the four thirty game. It's uh, Washington at Dallas. Uh, the line is also three uh, in favor of Dallas. A total set at a low forty six for today or for this game. Um, I'll run through the trends really quick. Washington is four five and one against the spread. Dallas is a really bad two and eight. The frozen Sam is pointing under. So oh, that's two no. in a row. <laughs> I mean, Dallas has covered two. They were 0-8 against spread. They're now 2-8. That's a good point. Moving in the right They're direction. Better. Um, um, in terms of location, Washington's 1-3 on the road. Dallas 1-4 at home. 
so these teams are what you're telling yeah. me both of these teams are bad at football well no they're actually if you want me to get specific with you they're actually a half game out of first place in the division <laughs> out of the worst division of all sports it's the not Giants just are the best half a game division. out of first place is a half a game out of first place this is a very big game. Like, it's a I huge mean, game. Mm-hmm. I know they're both three and seven, but this is a huge football game. I mean, it low key decides the winner of the NFC East this year. It's well, kind of crazy that it's coming down well, to the Giants still exist too. So let's not forget about that. Plays a big role. Plays a big role. It does. I mean, I'll oh, yeah. um, I'll kick it off here. But oh. no, you got technical difficulties. Go ahead. Go ahead, Stikey. You want me to go? All right. Damn it! Um, You're good. You're good. You're still here. I'm torn here because I want to take Dallas because they did look pretty decent last week against a Minnesota team that was surging in the weeks before that. Um, They They were seven-point dogs. Hmm? They were seven-point dogs in that game. Yeah. And and they won out right. I like Minnesota minus seven. I didn't take them, but I mean, I liked it. I thought it was going to be a pretty safe pick and it would have ended up being pretty wrong, but oh, I, I a little wrong. just a little, just a little. Um, yeah, I I don't oh, know <laughs> what to expect out of this Dallas offense here. Like, I, I think Andy Dalton's going to be able to be a veteran guy and really get the ball to the weapons that he has. Zeke looks like he's running a lot harder than he has um, earlier in the season. But Nick mentioned it last week with Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin and how. They're a top running back wide receiver duo. Don't you I, dare flip on, on this. I feel like – no, no, no. I'm not going to totally flip, but I feel like I gave you a little bit of – a little bit uh, – too much flack on this because it's a respectable duo here. And with Alex Smith playing like a very competent quarterback the last three weeks in terms of throwing the football, I, I, I don't know who to take here. I'm going to take the points with Washington because I think their defense is pretty legit. I mean, not that I think it, that my opinion matters. It is pretty legit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's where I stand. I'm going to go with Washington and take the points. So the last time these two teams played, um, the Washington football team won 25-3. to three. Uh, mm-hmm. It was also the same game that Andy Dalton – got a concussion and left the game. But before he left the game, he was 9 of 19 for 73 yards and an interception. Um, Bad, to say the least. Less than 50% throwing interception. So this defense is legit, and it's no joke um, that not only do they play great against – their secondary plays great against the pass, but their their front four – uh, is, is formidable, especially you saw with Chase Young last week kind of blowing up Joe Burrow's spot. Um, and now you look at another uh, Dallas football team whose offensive line has just been decimated by injuries all season. And Zeke was able to get downhill last week. Uh, and, and I think they did play – they played very well last week. And, and Minnesota hasn't really been good all year. They've just been riding a hot streak. And I think it was their time to lose a football game. Um, but I do think that – I, I will take Washington here with the points. I mean, you mentioned before, Stig, about how Alex Smith is playing very well, and I think Ron Rivera is getting whatever he needs to get out of Alex Smith. He threw for 325 two weeks ago. He threw for 390 a couple weeks ago. I, I don't know how much he threw for last week, but um, clearly Alex Smith is, has found a home on this Washington football team and feels comfortable in this offense and knows what he's doing. Terry McLaurin's a stud. Um, Antonio Gibson is – very good. I, I don't want to call him a stud yet, but he, he's putting up numbers this year that are, are very good for, for a rookie running back on, on a 
a brand, on a team like this that's been going through the you know the uh, the season they've been going through. Um, it, it's it's a road game in in Dallas, but road games don't really mean much anymore without a crowd. And it's Thanksgiving, and they're always close games. And I'll take uh, Washington plus whatever you're getting, giving me right now. Yeah, Hit it, Sam. Um, yeah, Play the so hits. like Dalton, you know, he looked not good against Washington uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, did look sharp last week. That uh, Washington defense is has been pretty good all year, but I think. What's the big differences between last matchup between Washington and Dallas is is Ezekiel Elliott. He was from the few weeks before and after that first matchup, he was you know, uninterested. He's only getting like ten to fifteen touches a game. And I think Mike McCarthy finally realized last week that, you know, Zeke's like pretty good, you know, if we give him the ball. And I've actually – I've been on Washington, like, pretty much as I saw this line open. But I'm actually going to flip, and I'm going to go Dallas minus three. Because what? I think Zeke will be able to – if they give Zeke the ball again, like they were last week a little bit, take some pressure off Dalton. Dalton's a veteran quarterback, you know. He's had games before where he looks, you know, looks like crap. And then – but Duke can still play football. He looks a little more healthy now. And Zeke looks interested now that they're back in the division race a little bit. And I don't know, just I, I think Dallas is going to take this by, you know, five, six points. Well, we got the line at four and a half stick. Three. 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 I think this, I think this is a little closer to a pick em. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Dallas gets that three-point bump, even though, you know, home in a COVID environment is a little different. It's still Dallas. They're still going to have fans there, and those fans are going to be packed in as tight as possible because they do not care. Yeah, Jerry. Um, okay. Yeah, Jerry. No, nah, the, the air <laughs> flows through there, so he's, you know, it's all good. Um, it's Jay's I'm world, picking Washington know. here. I'm picking Washington here. Um, for many of the same reasons that you guys said that I don't have to reiterate that defense is elite, but I will reiterate that defense is elite. Um, Alex Smith is playing like a competent quarterback. Cause that's what he is. Um, I think they go, I think they win this game outright. Um, so I will throw in some stats here. The Cowboys are five and six at AT&T stadium on Thanksgiving. Does it matter? It might. I don't, I don't think it matters that much, but um, Mike McCarthy was three and two on Thanksgiving when he was the uh, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. So, but that Green Bay Packers team was also so that Green Bay Packers team is good. I mean, you look at this this Dallas football team; it's really not good. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, Ceedee Lamb was balling out last week, and and Zeke Elliott had over 100 yards rushing. But do they do they Mm -hmm. do that again? I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think the I think the Vikings were in a letdown spot. I just don't think that I I don't think anybody really projected them to lose like that to the to the to the Minnesota um to the Dallas the the Vikings to lose to Dallas like that. I think Dallas is now in a letdown spot. Thanksgiving big game, Washington comes in hungry. That defense is elite. Give does Dallas play on every Thanksgiving? So does yes they yeah, Dallas they do and Detroit, and Detroit. both Why? always home. Why? Why? America's team. You asked the question. I just gave just, you the just the way it is, man. I'm fine. I know. I hate. I hate the answer. I hate the answer. The problem is, I hate the answer. It, mm-hmm. I just hate the answer. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, Life goes on. All right. Move, move us. On. Move us along, Sticky. All right. 
the last game of our Thanksgiving special is the Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, just a quick tidbit about the line. It opened at Steelers minus one and a half. It's actually Steelers minus five and a half now. Uh, total set at 44 and a half. So really, really low. Uh, some notables about this one, Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins on the COVID list, along with who else, guys? Pernell McPhee and Brandon Williams. Okay. So two guys on offense, two guys on defense. Yeah. Okay. You don't know Pernell McPhee? <laughs> Been nope. in the league for like 17 years. He's like only 31, but he's been in the league for like 17 years. I think he's on the Does NFL. that math add up? Does that math add up? Yes, he was drafted at 13 years old. <laughs> 14, um, Sammy. 14. Well, he turned 14 like after oh, the draft. Oh, okay. Oh, he was one of those guys that Saban recruited out of elementary school? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those guys. Um, Baltimore is 4-5-1 four and five, four, five and one against the spread. Pittsburgh 8-2. and two. Baltimore 2-2-1 two, two, and one on the road, and Pittsburgh 4-1 and one against the spread at home. Um, Baltimore 1-0 and as an underdog or a pick and Pittsburgh is 6-2 and two as a favorite. And when the total was 43.5 to 46.5 for, uh, for Pittsburgh, they've won all three over, so... Listen, I, I just look at, this, I look at this Baltimore Ravens offense, and it's bad. Um, they're struggling, and unfortunately for a struggling offense, they have to play uh, arguably – actually, not even arguably – the best defense in the league. Um, the Ravens have lost two in a row in three of their last four, so they're, they're hurting offensively, and they scored 24 or less in each of those four games. Um, like I said, when, when your offense is struggling like that, the Steelers' defense is really not the unit that you want to be coming up against to kind of be in a get-right game. Um, Pittsburgh has recorded a sack in at least 67 consecutive games, four interceptions last week. Uh, It's, I mean, I can go on and on about Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's defense, but their offense kind of took a jump last week. And I mean, I'm not really too sure what Juju Smith-Schuster's injury is like. I don't know what his game outlook is like for this week, but I really don't think it makes a difference. Uh, Deontay Johnson has balled out as soon as he come off. He came off the IR. Uh, Chase Claypool's a stud. They have a nice two-head – I mean, they have um, – I don't want to call it a two-headed monster, but you have James Conner in the backfield uh, backed up by Benny Snell Jr., who was pretty good. You know, Big Ben has been in the, in these games before, these big-time games, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's the playoffs, whether it's the Super Bowl. And I, I just really like the matchup here, and they know how to beat the Baltimore Ravens. They When they played earlier this year, uh, I mean, Big Ben led the Steelers to a second-half comeback, but – their defense is what, you know, held them down. And I think if they can hold – all it really does is taking the running game away from Baltimore and being without J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, uh, you're really just kind of relying on Gus Edwards to kind of tear apart this defense. And I don't really think that's going to happen at all. Um, I think Pittsburgh wins another one. They go 12 – what is it, 11 or 12 and 0, whatever it is. And um, I think they definitely cover five and a half here. I'm with you. I mean, I feel a little stupid. I mean, Baltimore sits at six and four at this point. Um so it's a little different situation than they were in last year at this point in the season. But with the Baltimore team, and you mentioned it, like they, they can't score. And Pittsburgh has been just stout on defense. I feel like you can't possibly argue that one bit. I think this is going to be a runaway game for Pittsburgh. I mean, Baltimore is still a pretty solid team. But like you said, again, they can't move it on offense. And this is – I can't really say much else other than the fact that I think I have a very strong gut feeling that Pittsburgh is going to just run them out of Heinz Field. 
Yeah, and they're playing home. I mean, come on. With fans on I, Thanksgiving, I, I, I feel like this is, a, this is a Steelers win here. Yeah, whip it around. There you go. Sam, hit me. Don't do it. Don't do it. So here he goes. Obviously, like <laughs> you look at this game, Pittsburgh is the obvious like pick here. You know, um, I saw him early three and a half four, and I was all over over that. And I've kind of looked a little more into this game, and yeah, like Baltimore, they've had struggles scoring, moving the ball, but like you, the, uh, the Pittsburgh offense has not been. Super, super lethal. Like I feel like you were, you were just thinking. I mean, they still rank in the bottom half of the league in total offense. Actually, they rank under Baltimore in total offense. And so both teams are very good. Def- are very good defensively. Obviously, Pittsburgh is the best of the best, and Baltimore is still a solid defense. So under what was it? 40, 44 and a half, I think. Yeah, that's that's a little low. I'm I'd probably I'd lean under, but maybe see if it bumps up a little, little bit. I'm I'm gonna go Baltimore plus five and a half because I think they are the far more desperate team in this game. I know they're missing Dobbins and Ingram, um, but what's his name? Gus Edwards? That that the other one? No, he's playing. He's their <laughs> only. Yeah, no, but he he's still a solid running back. You know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that was a full workload, like, but. I think this is this is arguably the maybe the biggest game in Lamar Jackson's career. Like two, you know, early playoff exits, you know, starting to think this guy can't play in big games. This you're six and four, you're playing a ten and zero division rival on the road on Thanksgiving. They're currently the first team of the playoffs in the AFC. They need to win this game in order to stay in the playoff hunt. And I'm not sure if they win the game, but it's going to be a very competitive game, and I think that they can keep it within six points. A for desperate fo- football, football team? Well, they have to twice. keep it within five and a half points, technically. A well, within six is-, is five, and that's under five and a half as well. Well, six is technically more than five, so six is... With thin <laughs> six, meaning less than six, you can't win by five and a half because there's no I, half points in football. I Only got betting so football. bad that he started freezing again. I love it. All right, no, go you're ahead. back. You're back. You're back. Um, All right, close it out. Listen, a desperate a desperate I, football team is, is one of the most. A desperate football team is one of the most dangerous things you can come against, right? Um. I, I I'm I'm with I'm with Sam at with Baltimore plus five and a half. If you're gonna take Baltimore, you better get on them early now, like now, like now, because it's gonna dip back down to like three and a half, four. So get as Money many points line. as you can with Baltimore, um, right now. Uh, that said, the, the last time these two teams met, it was a twenty-eight to twenty-four victory for the Pittsburgh Steelers at M&T Bank. Do they play M&T? No, it's not M&T. It's whatever. Wherever Baltimore plays. You're right, um, I think. I am right. Nice. right. Solid. Solid. That sounds right. Um, Baltimore outplayed Pittsburgh every step of the way. They had more rushing yards. They had more passing yards. It, it wasn't 
They're more total yards in the game. The problem was Lamar Jackson turned the ball over four times, two fumbles, two picks. That probably doesn't happen again, whether they play into Lamar Jackson's hand a little bit more. They don't ask him to do too much, right? He's not going to throw two picks, fumble twice again. There's, there won't be four turnovers in that game. One of those picks were returned for a touchdown anyways. So that's a seven-point swing anyways. Um, I'm, not, I'm not overly concerned about J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram being out. J.K. Dobbins... 15 carries, 113 yards the last time these two teams played. But Gus Edwards had 16 for 87, right? So, and a touchdown. Um, so if they can get some production, like equivalent production out of that, I, I think it's I think it's easy here to, to pick Baltimore in a division game, a desperate team to stay in it. Five and a half points, sure. It's going to go back down to three and a half, so get it now. I did while you were You're talking, right. actually. Thank you. I'm glad my I'm glad my advice rings with with one person. All right, so that rounds out our Turkey Day episode. Three games: uh, Houston at Detroit, Washington at Dallas, and Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Uh, Twelve thirty, four thirty, and eight twenty. Um, but that pretty much rounds out this episode. You can check us out on social media at Caps on Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, CapsOnSports.com. Everything's in the bio. Um, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Wherever someone's pointing, the bio's somewhere, you know where it is. Um, But for (laughs) Tyler Blumenstick, Nick Tobias, Anthony Mano, and Sam Meehan, we'll see you Friday for the rest of this episode.